Welcome to the Trailer Island Podcast. It's a, what is it? It's a Wednesday? It's a yes. Wednesday. That music's really loud there, isn't it? <laughs> it was Sorry. a bit. That's, we're having yeah. a bit of a rave was, today, aren't we? My, mild, mildly aggressive uh, tones there, my apologies. <laughs> uh, yes, we're the Trailer Island Podcast and we compare films in their trailers. Did the film deliver what the trailer promised? And uh, we've been doing this for a while now. We're still still together. A year and a half? Something like Ish. that. We're, we're pushing 70 episodes now, mm. which is pretty cray-cray. Wow. Um... So yeah, there we go. Uh, and as always, I'm uh, I'm me. <laughs> you Alex. I'm Alex. That's right. So I'm Alex, and as always, I'm joined by. And I just uh, are you are you worried about the names because you've been getting the name of this film wrong all night? I'm Steve, by the way. I'm uh, Ben Kingsley. Uh, yes, I, I have a mild yeah. concern because I. Uh, yeah. Pronunciation I'll, I'll have... is a problem. Pronunciation. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but we'll give it a go, because yeah. Marvel is certainly reaching out into the uh, uh, Orient, the, the, the the pockets of pockets of Asia. I think yeah. would you say Southeast Asia? Um, uh, is it South e- geography? Geography. <laughs> Matthew's eyes are going. Hang on, he's he's looking at the world map that he knows that he's got on his wall. Yeah, so like, hang on. I can tell you that China is red on my map, um, and it is southeast. Okay, there yeah. we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad we worked that out because uh, there you go. We're doing so well. Yes, what a strong introduction to the thingy. Um, and Geography, I, yay, yay! Tick that and, one off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know, it may when you listen to this, and you think we haven't done this for a while. You just think, you know, don't they're still fresh with stupidity. No, it, it, it sounds like we've been doing this far too long. We just don't care anymore. <laughs> That's not we're just like, true. Well, we're just like, we'll get to the name of the film <laughs> at some stage. Well, you know, actually, I might take that as a segue, actually, because um, I need to tell you both, I, this week, am very depressed. You're revved oh. up. This, I, I am, I'm both furious and absolutely miserable. Um, this has got to be one of the most depressing experiences I've ever had in a Jesus. cinema. No, I, and I'm, I am, you know, I'm sort of being very sensationalist in my language, but I will get to my point. Mm. Um, I just want to let you both know that I think cinema is dead and oh. we're, we're going to discuss why. Dear, dear. <laughs> Why, Matthew? Like, is this you want to come back to this? Now, or, this, or? Is, this is going to be my main point, I think, for the, for this movie. And I, I should point out, I, and I, this is a very important point for me. This movie is a good movie, and I'm not here going to have a go at the movie, but I have some very strong points I want to make. And and the cinema going experience has something to do with that. It's the cinema going experience, and also the industry. I think I've got some points I want to make. Okay. I'm. Wow. I'm interested to to, yeah. to know. And uh, as we know, I mean, I, I called Spielberg last week and mm. he agrees with me. So he's going to really yeah. in, encourage me. Wow. Yeah, Stevie. Yeah. Bergie. Wow. Bergie yeah. Yeah. Well, my concern for a moment there was that you were going to bring up more James Bond stuff. Uh, well, um, the, the no, day is young. And, 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 and <laughs> I've just, got a list. <laughs> oh, it concerns me that yeah. you've got a list. Now, Matthew, um, I want to set you a challenge. Okay. Good friend of the show, Casey, has provided me with a book. Okay. And I don't I'm, like where this is going okay. already. <laughs> so what what oh, I have props. here? Oh, I have the James Bond archives. Oh my lord, 007. It's hardback as well. Glorious. It's hardback. Wow. It's, oh my goodness. Why is it glowing? Every, why are you doing this to me? And what I want to do, I want to set you a challenge. Okay. If you can avoid any James Bond 007 speak for this episode. Casey has personally said, 
listener of the show, that she will let you borrow this. Oh, my God. Um, wow. This is very upsetting for me because I have a bond point on my list. Oh. <laughs> so now I need to decide how badly I want. And that, oh, that looks like a lovely book. It's, it's, uh, is, is your, this has to be a couple of inches thick. Yeah. Is your friend Casey a bond Fan? Does this count as me talking about Bond now? Does this ruin the Well, thing? the fact that she has this book... It does suggest, doesn't it? ...would suggest that yeah. she is a fan. I mean, look oh, at... Wow. Look at this storyboards. There's... That's amazing. Oh, there's all this amazing behind-the-scenes stuff that... May, may, may I... Oh, if, okay. Um, I'm, I'm getting a little aroused, heavy? actually. Um, could I ask... Um, yes. When it comes to, to Bond references, what if I'm like sneaky about it and you guys don't realise that I've referenced? Well, let's get through this episode <laughs> yeah, and let's yeah, find yeah. out. All right, okay. Let's find out. Let's so there, there is your challenge. Oh hang my on. God. Just let me, hang on. I'll just, would you like to just, what I'll do is I'll just lean over. Okay. You yep. can just, just touch it. Just quickly. Yep. Just quickly. You can. Oh, wow. Yep. It's real. It's tangible. Okay. Okay. It's a real book. And oh my God. Um, so. I love, the, I love the black spine and the red cover. That looks, that's amazing. Look at that. Look at the gold embossed. Yeah, that's really, wow. that's really nice, um, actually. That's a good book. So there's your challenge, Matthew. Okay. All right, great. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Is Ken- <laughs> Look, I love challenges. Um, <laughs> Alex, you know who my favourite Bond is? Timothy Dalton. Yeah? I'll tell you right now why. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, he's doing well. He's doing well. That's good. Well, let's let's not get ourselves too distracted from the main point of this episode, which is this film that who is going to introduce for us? I'll do it. Yes, please, Steve. Because I'm I'm the fan around here, mm-hmm. uh, and I apparently am the only one around here who can pronounce it right. Well, we'll see. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Throughout my life, the Ten Rings gave our family power. If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. You are your mother. And whether you like it or not, you are also your father. I told my men they wouldn't be able to kill you if they tried. Glad I was right. Be just a criminal who murders people. Careful how you speak to me, boy. I thought I could change my name. Start a new life. But I could never escape his shadow. My son, you can't run from your past. Is this what you wanted? You got this. Thank you. Okay, I just want to... I think there's there's two perspectives here because mm. I'm 
I'm watching that trailer as a massive Marvel fan, and so I'm looking out for any MCU thing. Uh, but then there's someone like you, Matt, who's not uh, ingrained in the fandom, mm. uh, who's not um, who's not thirsty for content, for thirsty for property. No, and I, I think if I, if I may actually, Please. Um, oh. gentle, gentlemen, oh. um, what I might might let happen here is if you guys don't, just put uh, no. I've got the James Bond archive 007 here. Can, this isn't my, a concern. Can I reference the book? <laughs> I'll allow it. Come on. Okay. Um, look, I, I think uh, I, before I get onto why cinema's dead, I would like you to perhaps <laughs> to maybe discuss what the movie's about, and 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 then I'll, and I'll and then maybe I'll jump in when appropriate. I think when you start turning green. Yeah. Yeah. Does that sound like something that could perhaps sure, work? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you are right though, Steve. I mean, I, I'm not thirsty for for Marvel content. Well, can I get your impressions on the on the trailer first? Um, I I what what I did like about the trailer is is it does look fresh. Mm. Uh, I like um, it. It puts forth that kind of fun comedy um, mm-hmm. action adventure mm-hmm. that 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 we like from from Marvel. Um, and that's probably um, yeah yeah it's fine it's it's okay I okay. I yeah I enjoy it Alex uh, it's a cool trailer it's got good music is mm. I think the trailer gives away too much okay I think the marketing of this film was they re- released a lot of scenes on YouTube they did yeah and I was just like well I'm not going to watch any of those because I feel like I'm going to have seen half of the film I always so, find that a very weird marketing tool that mm. they I'm sometimes not, do so I don't know maybe because you know here on the island that we have a different perspective. On or ability to watch the film, so they're going to they're trying to maintain hype this way. Yeah, um, whether that's that attention spans of of their demographics are, are less these days, where they need to keep them engaged with. Hey, we're still this film's still coming out. I don't know if that's a COVID thing, but I felt like it was probably just they gave away too much. Particularly, you see a fair bit at the end of the film in that trailer. You do, yeah. And you know, one of the big set pieces that I thought would be really good to save for the for the film itself, but no, they're like, as you see in the trailer, now nah, there's a big Falcor dragon thing. I will, I, I will admit, I didn't actually watch that trailer before I saw the movie. Oh, okay. So that is the first time I've seen it, but um, I was very surprised that that's in there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad I didn't see the trailer before seeing the film. Well, I certainly avoided all of the, uh, the, the scenes that they released before mm. the release here. Now, in terms of the plot, you'd like us to discuss the plot? Is that. Yeah, if you, if you, you wouldn't mind, because I have nothing okay. to say. Okay, well, so there's this there's uh, old mate lead, ca- lead character Sean, mm-hmm. and he is as that is his Anglo name, and he's hanging out in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. He's got a best buddy, and she's sort of this aloof, fun. They're all into their parties and stuff, and then yeah, uh, you know, history comes a knocking. And where does the film start? Does it start with? The lore on the ten rings. It does, yeah. So yeah. he's got these. So there's these ten magical rings that this guy gets a hold of. They're not sure how, but they're like, <laughs> so he's got them. The lore yeah, of gets, the ten rings. Like, uh, a century ago. Uh, and no, 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 no. Ten centuries. He's been ten around, centuries. Sorry, he's been around for a thousand years, and he's just like dominating fights and stuff because he's got these magical powers. This bloke, and it gives him mortality as well. Mm-hmm. And then like he finds love. He does. Um, randomly, problem. This woman who's just like, no, you're a war criminal. You know what? I'll give it a go. Why not? And they yeah. have kids. 
I thought that that's a bit that's that's a bit strange. He gives up his evil ways. He does. He gives up his evil ways, and they have kids. And one of the kids is Sean. Yeah, uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, and so comes back to present day, and uh, yeah, the, the the door comes knocking. No, wait, the door doesn't come knocking for itself. Uh, <laughs> his past comes knocking. Yeah, because he's living his own lifestyle, and yeah. Um, because he's basically run away from his dad, wants nothing mm-hmm. to do with the family business of crime, and um, yeah, and then and then the story starts to unfold mm. from there. Yes, very sad. Anyway, so when oh, I was God. sitting, when I was sitting, uh, firstly, great to go back to cinema. I will. that, yeah. that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. I had the most amazing um, popcorn. It was a little bit salty at the end, but yeah, and I that's and that's the, it. And, and this is this. Okay, brace yourselves. Okay, so I went along to this movie. Uh, I was after work, and I was very much. I was like, I haven't been to the cinema for ages. This was great. I was thinking about the the past times I've been in the cinema, and you had all this wonderful world of entertainment mm. to choose from. Mm. You get to see other things that are coming out, maybe. And and I was sitting down in my seat, I reclined. I was very comfortable. And then the trailers start. And now, as you two may be aware, the trailers before the movie are actually my favorite experience. Of going, of going to the cinema is I like to see those trailers and yes. what's, what's coming because of the surprise yes. and seeing, I didn't know that movie was coming out. Now, of course, I'm not a complete idiot. I know this is a Marvel film that mm-hmm. we are talking about. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely disturbed by the fact that every single trailer before this movie was for a Marvel film. And it just made me so depressed that, that Disney have this monopoly and that suddenly... There are all these other movies coming out this year, some smaller films, some very large films, and none of their trailers were were to be seen at all before mm. this movie. And and to me, I, I mean, I know that I'm trying to be a bit fun here, but it, I actually do find that legitimately concerning. So as a result, instead of me giving a critique on this movie, you two absolutely go for it. I'm just going to chip in every now and then with an upcoming movie that is not made by Marvel. So uh, let's just say on the 14th of October, we have Ridley Scott's new film, The Last Duel. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, the trailer is on YouTube and that will be in cinemas only. That's from 20th Century Fox, I believe. I don't think you saw the movie. No, I did see the movie because I know Ben Kingsley's, ben Kingsley, Kingsley's and his goes weird pig bat thing. I did see the with, film with Morris. Morris. <laughs> Morris. Wow. Yeah, uh, I've got a few more, but uh, they'll, did, I'll, did, I'll did pepper this them. Genuinely anger you so no, much that you are derailing. Yes, I am. I I'm going on protest. Um, and I, again, like I say, not because this is a bad movie. I did actually really enjoy it. Um, but I, <laughs> I just think that someone needs to do something, and that person's going to be me. Um, I don't want to liken myself to Batman or the other person. Can you just show me um, that piece of paper? I don't need to see what's on it. I just want to see. Just give me a quick flash. Okay. So <laughs> you've done that on a computer. I, I've printed this out. Yeah, I did this today. You've printed that out. I, I went through. Now, I should point out, um, just for our international audiences, I've specifically picked um, Australian release dates because that's just where I'm going to see them on the island. Sure. So in the Australasian mm-hmm. area here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but I, I, I do lament, especially for some of the smaller films. Like there's, there's the new Nicolas Cage film, Pig, that's come out. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think that's been shown. At, uh, well, here it's Hoyts. That's our major cinema thing. And then there's also Palace and there's um, Piccadilly. Events. And event cinemas. But Wallace. Wallace yeah. cinemas yeah. as well. And I don't think it's been shown at any of those because it's because we we're so over, not saying it's the cinema's fault, but it's just so much Marvel out there. And the fact that we're not seeing any other movie advertised before a Marvel film is concerning. What Marvel films did we get in the trailers? We had... Uh, well, I'd, I'm not going to speak their names because they've had enough... The Eternals. <laughs> Venom. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Spider-Man. I, saw that. I didn't see the Spider-Man one. Mm. Oh, you're right, Matt. Yeah. 
Oh. They were. F- I had four trailers for films, and they were. I all was Marvel. really hoping that I would see the Top Gun trailer. Me right, too, right. because I want. I've seen the trailer heaps of times, but I was like, I want to see that on the big screen because you get this yeah. cool sound. I'm gonna I, play, also, oh, sorry, Steve. I will play. I'll play Devil's Advocate with you. Sure. I'd like to get into the film, but I will play. I'll, I'll make this point. Uh, Marvel have been storing up their movies for, for uh, eighteen months now. Yeah. Uh, they are releasing um, four MCU films this year. Four. Wow. Uh, Venom is not an MCU film. It's it's a Sony film. Um, but in the past, uh, usually films of one production house distributor will often show films of the same distributor uh, beforehand in the trailers. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not unreasonable that there would be Marvel films beforehand. It, and I'm not saying it is unreasonable. I would have preferred, for example, the trailer for Last Night in Soho, Edgar Wright's new movie, out on the 21st of October. Would have been great to have seen that trailer. Oh, yeah. That's out very yeah. soon here, and yeah. I've not I seen did, that advertised. I did see that trailer in an ad on YouTube. Okay. And I watched mm-hmm. the whole thing, which I wouldn't normally do for ads on YouTube, but there you go. Um uh, so, so has the market? Well, I guess we will talk about the film at some point. But has the marketing switched? And I don't know if I'm, if that's just how it's been. But I always thought that trailers were about the cinema showing, hey, this is what you can come to us to see down the line, and this is our full gamut of things that we've got coming we out. Always yeah. consider it as careful marketing, though. A superhero film will beget. A superhero film. Well, audience. yeah, no, no, of, of course, of course. But I mean, Tom Cruise is a superhero. I would have thought in some aspects of flying a jet fighter, but like it, it's the same. It's action. It's the same genre. I just find it. I always thought that maybe it was the cinema going, "Hey, this is what we've got coming out. Come and see." But now, yeah. are you and well, and, I'm, and I'm maybe you're you. quite blatantly pointing <clears throat> out and making it aware is that 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 these companies and maybe they've always had a say in it about what trailers are shown before their well, before their I, movie. I'm sure that they they do. I, I know, for example, that um, the Man of Steel trailer played before Dark Knight Rises. That makes sense. They're both superhero films, but there mm. was still you still got you know like Fox search, Searchlight pictures in there, and they would have a trailer for a for a smaller film, and that and there'd be more of a plethora. Of, more of a variety mm. and i was just sitting here going these films are all the same genre and there's no choice because also um there aren't any printed posters at this particular particular venue i went to they're all digital now um i remember back in the day you could go and there'd be walls of posters mm. and you could do mm. oh look at that look at that look at this there's not that so you walk through and you don't see any other movie advertised mm-hmm. so you don't see movies advertised to sit down in the excluding a screen where there was a trailer for another film which is admittedly not a marvel film so I saw five trailers on my trip to the cinema. One again out in the foyer, which was not Marvel, but the other four out of the five were all Marvel films. Mm. And I feel like there's something wrong with that. For example, I think I think a movie, uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which comes out on the 9th of December, starring everyone's favourite Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, which is a very small film. It's a drama. I don't think anyone's going to go see that unless it's advertised, unless these venues take it upon themselves to actively advertise these movies. Well, I have a feeling that you and I went to the same cinema, so therefore we wouldn't have got a different chain's take on it, whether it's a deal with that particular chain. And, and that is, of course, another thing, of course, mm. yes. But I'm still, I'm, it's a, still something that's happened. I'm worried for you, Matt. <laughs> so, <laughs> so am I. So I, I, what I want to do, I think we should make a concerted effort. Uh, mm. I might be calling it on air, out on air, but I think we should make a concerted effort to try and go to a theatre and watch a, an indie movie, a smaller scale movie. I think watching the trailers before that might reinstill a little bit of hope Faith. in you. I hope so, but I do think there should be some regulations perhaps put in place because I think this is a very weird situation where literally all those four trailers will start with the same red and white Marvel logo and then the film mm. starts with the same logo. So I think my point is 
literally the same company. It's like they, they've just controlled that that all those four trailers. There needs to be some regulation, surely, where you have to have some competition. You know, I mean, well, there, June comes out on the second of December. That is a massive movie, and that was oh, yeah, not to we, be seen. We didn't get a trailer for that, did we? Yeah, I'm not worried. I am depressed. I'm not worried. I don't think it's Stockholm syndrome. It could be Stockholm, <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, but. Well, how do we feel about Shang-Chi then? Uh, so we've established that you know, that is the film that we are here to discuss and we're a fair way into the episode and we've probably had our most concentrated chat about trailers, which is, I guess, what this podcast really is My about. My protest is going well. Uh, <laughs> since, I think, the, the, the social network, we mm. really got stuck into trailers. But That's right. I, I, Matthew, I thank you for your enthusiasm on this topic, but I perhaps, if we can perhaps... Just steer it slightly with your input at some point back I, to the film of, of, of key topic here. Let's I, talk I, about some kung fu. I accept these terms. Now, how good was the fighting in this? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a welcome change in some regard. Would you say it's a completely different look from the other films? Like uh, in style of filmmaking? Because it certainly hits that Marvel note at the end there. Not really. I... I, I... I was catching sort of feels of, of Ant-Man throughout this whole thing in that mm-hmm. it's a smaller scale adventure. And, yeah. and I was really, really, I was appreciating that. Uh, it didn't help that it's, you know, also set in San Francisco as mm-hmm. you know, Ant-Man is as well. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that kung fu that sort of is prevalent in the first two thirds of the movie, um, very enjoyable, really like... Uh, it's it's the it's the Jackie Chan body comedy you know sort of sort of stuff. Yeah, because it was it was refreshing to see close up combat that was allowed to breathe, and it was you know people without crazy powers beating down on each other. I and, mean, one bloke does have a sword for an arm. Yeah, but you could also just hold a sword. True, true, and. Like that, that that bus scene, which you see in the trailer, which is amazing, is a great scene. Yeah, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit over the top given the circumstances, but in terms of the fight choreography in that moment, I thought it was really cool. And it's like bright and in the middle of the day. I do think that the film is at its strongest when it does that kind of kind yeah. of thing. Because in yeah. the trailer, we get that skyscraper fight with the bamboo scaffolding, and that mm-hmm. was quite a dark scene, so it was kind of hard to see what was going on. But mm. also a good scene in its own right as well. Yeah, again, the choreography, like, like I, I'm curious to see VFX breakdowns because I want to know how much of it was them really doing stunts mm-hmm. versus what are they doing with 3D doubles. I think Simu Lu, the, um, the actor that portrays uh, Shang-Chi, uh, he was saying that he did sort of learn these martial arts for the film where he had learned it prior. So yeah. um, I think he was very excited to do a lot of... I genuinely believe him as an actor can fight. Yeah. Like the way that he was moving, I was like, damn, that guy's good. But then is that, you know, is that a reflection on the stunt team? You know, <laughs> the people that he is fighting, that they're able to sell it as well as they do. That you go, it, man, this guy's a badass. Is it also a reflection on the edit team as well? Who we can sort of put this sort of thing together Oh, I think it's probably, it's probably a reflection on everyone involved. Then, like, <laughs> Good job, team. How 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 deep do we dig in terms of who's responsible for what? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was good. Mm. Well, I can tell you that in the on the third of February, um, we have a movie coming out, action movie called Moonfall by um, what's his name, Roland Emmerich from Independence Ooh. Day fame. So that okay. looks like that'll be really fun. That's out on February the third in Australian cinemas, maybe. Well, maybe, yeah, well, yeah, that's, Maybe. that's true. Our cinemas yeah. tend, tend to be open at the moment, which is really nice. Yeah, I think 
with everything going well in the world of Oh, Matt, you're derailing my train of thought so much about this. <laughs> Can I, I that was the plan. <laughs> I'd like to talk about Aquafina because this is my first experience with Aquafina. Who is she in the film? She plays the the friend. Yes, um, the female friend, colleague. I'm also, I'm also told the platonic friend of mm-hmm. Shang-Chi, uh, the sidekick throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that her her performance was fantastic. Yeah. As, soon as, I, as soon as I watched that movie, I was like, I need to, I need to watch more. With her in it, yeah, and so now I'm, I'm consciously looking for an opportunity to sit down and watch Crazy Rich Asi- Asians and um, and uh, the Farewell. The Farewell. Right. Well, I found both of these actors like really likable. I really enjoyed their screen presence. Uh, for my mind, though, I think it's um, uh, Tony Luang, uh, the the gentleman that portrays the father in this. I think this is probably one of Marvel's stronger villains. Yeah, I. It's weird because it was hard to know if you liked him or disliked yep. him, and then you've got to remember yourself, remem- remind yourself rather, he's done a lot of bad things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then, do you think is that the influence of the rings? You know, do we go the classic Lord of the Rings where you know <laughs> you've got the ring and it's a bad influence on you? And it turns you most people into bad people, except for Sam Wise Gamji. He doesn't get of affected course. by the ring. Um, Boiler mashems take me to stew. Uh, so you know, is is that part of it? Is that the law that we're going to explore? I don't Maybe. know if they're going to get Maybe. deep into it and that that much. Um, and just to yeah. dig a little deep here, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my MCU hat as well. You might have recognised that the Ten Rings have been in Marvel films previously twice. Have uh, they really? The first one was in the original Iron Man. Uh, this is the organisation that kidnapped Tony Stark in the the beginning of the film. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are the, the That's ten, the ten ring. rings, yes. Okay, so so there are two things here. There are literally the ten rings that whoever has them mm-hmm. straps them on their wrist and they're like, Hey, I got super pairs, I got the ten rings. Mm-hmm. But then you're saying that it's also a criminal organization oh, yes. that that person is in control That's of. That's right. When we uh who's, who's portrayed by Tony Lang, uh he, he heads it up. Yeah. He is um uh, for a lack of a better title, the Mandarin, he de- he derides that ma- uh, Mandarin title, mm-hmm. but uh, which brings me to the second pe- the second appearance, which is um, Iron Man three, and we might have remembered there where Ben Kingsley is playing the quote unquote Mandarin in charge mm. of the quote unquote Ten Rings, and then that's sort of do they call it the Ten Rings in that? I don't think so. I think it's just called the Mandarin in that. Okay, well that's. That's interesting because that kind that that ties a lot of that a lot more. F- a yeah. L- yeah. Further. Is there anything in the first Iron Man that we go? Oh, that's the Ten Rings. Like, yeah, a couple of flags, and they that, do they oh, they I'm mention the, the organization that. by name as well. The Lord of the Rings oh. movies are available to buy on Blu-ray and a new 4K remaster as well. I am concerned that Matthew's getting paid for something that we're not <laughs> we're not privy to. What's going on here? That's- why, are you, why are your pockets bulging? Uh, Bitcoin. Ooh. What's with the new top hat? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where's my cigar? Uh, um, and people probably wouldn't have watched this little mini short in between these few films, but there was something called All Hail the King, which sort of was was a, a follow-up to um, Ben Kingsley's character in this little mm. short. Uh, and in the short, uh, we discover that the, the Ten Rings is an, a real organisation and has taken adfen- uh, offence to... Uh, ben, uh, Trevor, what's his name? Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. To Trevor's impersonation of this, this or this organization, they're very upset. But um, Iron Man three, don't they establish that he was hired to do that? Yeah, yeah. By Guy Pierce, by Guy Pierce, who himself is impersonating the Ten Rings and the Mandarin 
sort of, yeah. Oh. See, I didn't pick up on those nuances. Yeah. Is that explained in, the, in is, Iron Man yeah. 3? Oh, well, not in Iron Man 3. More, It is. Yeah, yeah, it is in that. And it's also sort of recapped in this film as well. Okay. I might, yeah. All right. Brain good. Definitely rewatch Iron Man 3. It's, good. it's a good film. It is a good film. Maybe I will. Go back the, in the day when you could go to the cinema and see different kinds of trailers for <laughs> movies. So, Shang-Chi goes on this mission. <laughs> I feel like a, I'm testing your patience. He, he's sent back to his... He has to go back to his father's compound in, mm-hmm. in the hills somewhere. And his dad is hearing... like So, so their, their mum is no longer of this earth. Past where, yeah. And... He and the dad is is hearing hearing voices or something, but then hearing like her voice, hearing her voice, but the magical land that they travel to, he believes that <laughs> she's being held there against her will. And it, but it, but it's most likely this bad thing behind this wall. That's right. That actually just wants to get out and it's influencing him. Which which brings me back to it makes you feel bad for him because he's being manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, is he a bad guy? Is he? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, they, they, he's a bad guy. But. There is a great sort of scene let in the middle of a, fil- a film where they sort of have this um, reunion uh, between Shang-Chi, mm. his little sister, and, mm. and the dad. And there's a good 15 minutes there where you go, you know, I, I think that Wan Wei is actually a, a good guy. You know, mm. there's actually sort of layers to this character and they're sort of exploring these layers as well. Um, and you, you really do appreciate those 15 minutes until yeah. – you know, it, it sort of turns on its head. And I have to say probably that little revelation that, you know, when we're trying to find this, you know, magic land mm. is probably where the film starts to go downhill a little bit. It's where, you know, it really does start to get a little bit more too generic marvel sort of, you know. It does the, the Wakanda thing, doesn't it? It does. It definitely yeah. does, yes. It's like, okay, we're just going to create this different world. I'm sure it's in the comics. Mm. But... It's like, oh, just, just so, you know, this is how this place has existed since forever uh, and why you don't know about it. And I don't know if it's in a different dimension or in, like, Middle Earth or something like that. Well, that's <laughs> two for two on Lord of the It is, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think yeah. it's, it, the implication is a different dimension. Okay. But it's protecting, pla- but it's protecting Earth. From this, 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 this force. This thing that can find its way through. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. It's a bit sort of convoluted. Just go watch the movie. That'll make more sense. It actually reminded me that the plot or the big bad really reminded me of Raya and the Last Dragon uh, to an right. extent. Um, both in sort of the 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 function of the villain mm. uh, or the function of the, the dark evil sort of. Yeah, it's kind of the, the big evil thing in this film is kind of second to the actual story itself. It's kind of, yeah. it almost feels like a back, like just a background story that's sort of happening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Like it, it, serves it, it, serves its, it serves its plot point. Mm-hmm. But I, the film was so focused on this family drama, for lack of a better term, that then when the big, big fight happened at the end, it was sort of like, eh. I, well, I, I agree. I think this is this is the second movie in a row where Marvel have really got the family drama sort of right. Mm. They, they got the really right with Black Widow as well, uh, and they 
they start to explore it in this movie and they never sort of really get into the gritty nitty of it. Is it the best we've seen of family drama in a Marvel film? Well, another movie that's coming out with family drama in it is The House of, House of Gucci, which is coming out uh, 25th of November, which is Ridley Scott's second film this year. That is about the Gucci fashion family and the murder plot or accused murder, murder plot. So that looks like that's going to be a ripping time. I think these are all Ridley Scott films. There are only two Ridley Scott films on this list. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I well, think maybe, uh, you know, Black Panther do touch on that that family sort of yeah. drama. Yeah. Even Thor does a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I, I think Thor probably does it as, as well as this film. Well, so far, nothing beats Thor Ragnarok as my favorite Marvel film ever. And this I film has, hasn't done it yet. So I look forward to to that happening uh but in this no you're definitely right as soon as it tries to do the the big marvel cinema stuff it kind of falls apart Mm. a little bit and i found that really underwhelming like we see in the trailer we see the dragon thing underwater in the film itself that moment that just like and it happens there's no i i I felt the brunt of it i did there's no big build up to it Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh and by the way here's a dragon I, I love I, that's 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 one aspect to that that final fight that I actually I really really enjoyed. I think it's it's the more you know jumping around a major sort of fight scene at the end of a Marvel film that's really tiring me out at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything with with, with Shang Chi and and this dragon, I I really actually appreciated all the stuff that was grounded felt yeah, really good yeah. in this film. Everything that was sort of grounded and literally on the ground. Mm-hmm. Is is the best stuff in this film. Now, because we've spent so much time talking about other stuff that isn't this film, we've kind of you know come full course a little bit on this. Unless there's anything else that you wanted to add, uh, either of you. I did want to just get your take on there. You can see Wong and Abomination in the trailer, and they do make an appearance in the middle of this film. It's very they're there, mm-hmm. they're they're not. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Mm-hmm. Was that a little bit off-putting, or is it just like oh, there's a little bit of uh. I know why they're there because there's mm-hmm. there's you get two post credit scenes in this in mm-hmm. this film. So there's one just after the the main titles at the end, and then there's one right at the end. I didn't stay for that one, so I don't know what happens. Ah, uh, you didn't miss much. I'll tell. I'll fill you in afterwards. Okay. And but you need to stay for the the middle one as the middle it were. one's important. Yeah, there's in the first of the two. Um, I thought they were they were cool. It was good to see them. Yeah, and there are a few cameos like we've talked about Ben Kingsley popping in and yeah. And we know his backstory already, but it's nice to see him. And you get a, that that he's good comedy relief in this. Um, when the other two are doing busy, serious things, he's sort of the funny man. I thought that was nice. But in terms of them, those guys showing up, I was like, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was what was funny about this? About talking about the cinema experience, eh, is <laughs> that I went on a Saturday, and so the the cinema was you know had quite a few people, and I think it had its target demographic of younger kids in there as well. And a lot of them were going, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, that's mm, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And there was laughing and there was all that. And there was quite a lot of noise in the cinema, but it was relevant to the film that we were seeing and it was people responding live to something that they were seeing on the screen, which I actually found kind of uh, refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I was actually I – I quite enjoyed that. What I, I didn't have <laughs> – you know, someone eating hot food next to me like I had in 1917 mm. and, like, commenting on the film as it's going. It's like- I, I will admit that was the one thing that I really took away from this that was positive um, was that I had the same thing, people laughing and commenting, yeah. but, again, relevant to what was happening. And I really enjoyed the fact that we still... 
are able to have that shared cinema experience yeah. was really good. I really enjoyed that. People clapped. People, well, I mean, like, you know, clapped at the funny bits, you know, and, yeah. and, and were scared at any jump scares or things like that. Yeah. That was good to see that that after so long, you know, being stuck indoors or, or whatever, we can we still got that. But what I also do really appreciate a bit about the, the times of COVID and social distancing is that when you book tickets, someone else cannot book tickets <laughs> next to you. Yeah. You are guaranteed yeah. that personal yeah. space. I love that. Whether or not people actually abide by that is a different thing, but I can certainly, you know, make my presence felt about no, one will not be sitting next to me. <laughs> um, so that, that's that's something. Yeah, to go it's by the as great well. unwashed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, how do we feel about this film? What are we going to five out of what? Rings. <laughs> Rings. Yeah. Uh, Marvel trailers. Marvel. <laughs> no, we only got four Marvel. trailers. We only trailers. got four. No, that's true. Uh, Rings seem to make sense. Oh, um, karaoke sessions. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Hotel California. Californian <laughs> hotels. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. That was actually really funny. I, did I thought. Like I thought those. Or yeah. Again, they had good chemistry. They had yeah, good chemistry. that's a really good point. Chemistry was really bang on between those two, which I which I thought was just actually kind of refreshing. When a lot of the films are so one person important, this was actually yes, this one person is important, but then this is like a second person. I was like, oh, it's engaging. Yeah, Steve, you look at me like you don't agree. No, no, I was just I was. Matt, I've never seen Matt look so dismissive for 30 minutes in my life. In fact, I've actually disappointed myself that I've said more than I wanted to. I was hoping to only just list the titles of films coming out. Haha, <laughs> oh you had God. input. <laughs> God damn it, the machine keeps going. Yes. The Marvel machine. Well, so out of five, you want to do Rings or Hotel California? Hotel California. Okay. Who would like to go first? Matt, did you just want to get it over and done with? Yeah. Please. Now, look, I'm thinking about this challenge because um, I had actually planned something here and um, it's a very nice book. Oh, yeah. Just a reminder is that there is a James Bond archives book on... Um, on. Yeah. And I have been looking at it, but I'm also aware that I'm here. I'm not a, I'm not a particularly political person, but this is possibly the most politically active I've ever been. <laughs> um, and I feel like... Over trailers. I feel like <laughs> that if I don't do this, um, I will never... Forgive myself. You'll have no honor. I will have no honor. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to do it. So I, I, I thank you, Casey, for the blackmail. Oh wow! Um, wow! <laughs> but, um, but what I'm, what I'm going to give this film is a November the 11th, which is currently the release date for the No Time to Die, the new oh, Bond film, uh, yeah. which it. will be releasing yeah. in Australian cinemas yeah. on November the 11th, and that's yeah. really all I live for these days. <laughs> that's my review. <laughs> Wow, wow. And, and out of five then? No, that's it. <laughs> brave. Brave. That's a brave. That's a brave stand. I just want to point out that the only reason I will now watch a Marvel film is because we have to do it on the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, Steve... Uh, oh, actually, or would you like me to go? Would you like to tail this out? Or... No, because like technically, we like haven't had an out of five. We've had a November 11th James Bond release out of five for Matt's review. I'd like to hear someone's valid opinion. So go, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, look, uh, I didn't go into this with many high hopes for what it would be. I felt that the amount of marketing I'd seen for it, the amount of scenes that they'd released online made me go, are they just putting the best stuff out there and am I really going to enjoy it? But as it turns out, I actually really enjoyed it, which was, I don't know if that annoyed me, but uh, like I finished my popcorn and that's usually a good sign of a good film. Um, yeah, it was, the, the choreography was awesome. 
I enjoyed all the fight scenes. The chemistry was really good. And you're definitely right that if if they just that third act, if it just mm. kept itself a bit grounded and they they weren't lured by the poison apple of big cinema experience that Marvel just seems to have to do for no other reason than uh, that might might be what our audience wants. In this case, though, it did so well at grounding the film is that all of a sudden it becomes a big CGI mess and you go, ah, it's done it again. I don't particularly care. But I don't know if I want to do three and a half or four. Mm. And my wife, she 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 had the opinion, was like, oh, I have to go see this film with Alex because <laughs> he's doing the podcast. I mean, I paid for the tickets, but um, <laughs> um, but you know, she bought dinner, so that's fine. <laughs> um, she she loved it. Mm-hmm. She ended up really enjoying it. She's like, I was not expecting to come out of this and be really enjoying it. So I think from that feedback as well that I'll go with four out of five. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I'm sort of tossing up between the three and a half or four as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my rating though, it, it keeps on. I keep on coming back to Black Widow. I've been thinking about Black Widow the last two weeks, Ugh. especially since I've seen Shang Chi, uh, and that is. Because Black Widow and Shang-Chi, they're both following the Marvel template. I've just right? realised they're both the same film. Yeah. They're exactly the same they're, film. But, but here's, here's, here's the point I want to make. They're both following the template, but one film, the director cared what they were doing. Yeah. Okay? You can, you, can t- you can tell the difference between a templated film where the director actually gave a damn about fight choreography and, 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 and really giving the experience to the, the cinema goer. Mm. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't something put together by committee. Yeah. It, 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 it came together really, really well as opposed to Black Widow. Um, the, the third act, it... Look, as a Marvel fan, I'm I'm always going to enjoy that sort of comic booky sort of sort of presence there. Uh, I'm not I'm not tired of it yet, um, but I'm looking for that sort of scaled down um, event like you saw on Doctor yeah. Strange, you know, where it's it's a battle of wits. Um, I think it's probably be a three and a half from me. Okay, but. Um, like Doctor Strange as well, I think this is going to be one of those films where I'm going to enjoy it more as time goes on. Yeah, sure. I got out of Doctor Strange and I would have given, given that film two and a half. But since 2016, I've, I really, really do appreciate that film. And I think I'm going to appreciate this film in probably two or three more years. Time. I'm, I'm going to enjoy when this comes out on Disney Plus yep. and just watching it. Yep. I think, you know, just as a, a you know, Sunday lunch, mm-hmm. it's yeah. gonna, it'll, it'll be nice. Um, so that is the technically that is seven and a half plus the intangible release of James Bond on September no November November 11th. the eleventh yeah as was as was Matt's rating so I don't I, I'm prepared I, to to transfer the rating Matt gives for No Time to Die <laughs> to the rating he does for Shang-Chi. and we'll, we'll wrap, wrap, oh, wrap it up at the so end of, okay yeah. okay so. Retrospectively, the score yeah. on this will be given out when No Time to Die. So I wonder if if Matt has to think about what he liked about Shang Chi. So you've actually put yourself in a bind here, Matthew. No, I look, well, that's the thing is I actually do do know what I liked about this movie. I'm just not going to talk about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's it's interesting. Stand. It's a, oh, a genuine protest. It is. Wow. Yeah. It's the, not against you guys. I, I, I no, didn't, no, I didn't no, want to. No, no, no. I know I derailed the podcast. I feel terrorized. But <laughs> but I I yeah I'm going to stand my ground on this. I, one. I I am proud of you for standing your ground on something that you feel wow. passionate yeah. about. Well, like for I once. said, I well it's about time. <laughs> um, like I said, I actually said more than I wanted to. So yeah, <laughs> you were lured in by the candy. I was <laughs> mm, thirst for the property. Mm. So nice. seven and mm. a half plus X. Yeah, plus <laughs> to be confirmed. And so uh, if you're listening to this podcast in the future, I will not stand and, for this. <laughs> uh, you'll actually need to go to our future episode when it comes out. It may be out by the time you listen to this on No Time to Die, if not, that film ever gets released. No t- November the 11th. And you'll be able to retrospectively find out what the score is for Shang-Chi. So, yeah, there we go. That, that, that's, that's, that, that's a bold move. <laughs> yeah, I know. It that won't is, do anything. But, that is, uh, you know, at least I can say I tried. Well, we, we can follow through somehow. Mm. We'll have a chat to the cinemas and <laughs> yeah. see what they have to say. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yes. Well, there was more on my list, but I think it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> We've been the Trailer Island Podcast. You can find us from wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Google, Apple, Spotify, Deezer, anywhere and everywhere you'll be able to find us. Let your friends know that we exist. We really appreciate you as the audience. And if you get the opportunity to leave us a five-star rating and a review somewhere, we would certainly really appreciate that. We also enjoy if you'd like to make any uh, suggestions mm. for films as well. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be current. They can be plenty of old films, whatever whatever you want. Something really niche. Yeah, give us something really niche to look at. We like foreign films, is it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I've been Alex. And as always, I was joined by... Matthew. Steph Shee. Steph. Steph Shear. Steph Shear? Steph Shear. Steve Shear. And the legend of the three Trailer Island people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, I want nothing to know about what rings. And the legend of the three ringers. That's us. (laughs) Please, please never call us that ever. My depression's not got any better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. We've been the Trailline Podcast. And thank you again, Casey, for the temptation of the book for Matthew. Yeah, I had to to blow it for the point. (laughs) You did. Good night, everybody. This is a Narrative Network podcast.